بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه إمام النووي's Riyadh al-Salihin is an immensely blessed hadith collection that has been cherished by Muslims for over 700 years. In this series, Sheikh Yahya Rodas gives a brief commentary on each of the hadiths in this collection, helping us to follow the beautiful sunnah of our beloved messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and by doing so, helping us gain the pleasure of Allah the Exalted. So this hadith is narrated by Anas ibn Malik al-Ansari, the very blessed companion of the Prophet who served Rasulullah for 10 years. And they mentioned that when the Prophet when he came to Medina, and it said that when the Prophet came to Medina, I was 10 years old. And when he returned to Allah in Medina, I was 10 years old. And that I fought in 18 battles with him, sallallahu And he's also from the Muqthirin min riwayah those who narrate a lot of hadith. And they say that he narrates 2,286 hadith. And there is a beautiful story where his mother, Um Salim, she that wanted him to serve the Prophet and gave him up so that he could. And they, on one occasion that the Prophet was went to visit Um Sulaim and that she brought him some uh, dates and clarified butter. And then the Prophet that, that told her to, that to put the butter back in the container and that the dates back where she was storing them because he was fasting. So the, the narration goes on. So the Prophet went into a corner of the house and he prayed a supererogatory prayer and made dua for Um Sulaim and the people of his house. And then that uh, she came to the Prophet and said that there's something that I that want to ask you. And the Prophet said, what is it? She said, Khadimuka Anas, your servant Anas, make dua to Allah Ta'ala, make, make dua for him. And then Anas says, ما ترك فما ترك خير آخر ولا الدنيا إلا دعالي به. Is that there was nothing that was good from this world and the next save that the Prophet Sallallahu supplicated it for me. And among the things that he said was Allah مزكم مالن ووردن وبارك به. Allah that bless him with wealth and with children and then place blessing in them for him. So then that he said that I was from the that of all of the Ansar, because he was from the Ansar, that I was from among the Ansar, from among those who had wealth, I was from among those who had the most wealth. And then he said, is that other than my grandchildren, from my own loins, Allah Ta'ala blessed me with 125 children. From the blessing of the dua of the Prophet He said, and then that a garden that I had where I was cultivating crops, as it used to bear fruit twice a year, was normally, it would only be once a year. And 
they said that from his garden that you would smell the scent of musk on the blessing of the Dua of Prophet And again, the same story as if so, so many of the Muqtirim and Riwayah is that, that he lived uh, until an old age and um, that he was, they say, from among the last companions to pass away in Basra from the companions and um, that he lived to 93 years, that he in, in the, uh, the year 93, he, he had, that he was over 100 years old. And uh, when he passed away, is that uh, uh, one of the righteous predecessors say, Half of knowledge has been that lost today. And uh, because of his closeness to the Prophet, his ability to clarify from what he heard from the Rasul, the truth in any matter, and um, they explain this as meaning as that the Ahl al-Ahwa, the people of, of innovation, but they refer to him as being Ahl al-Ahwa, Ahwa is plural, Hawa. So basically the people of desire, so that their desires that pollute their view on certain matters. He says that if they would ever contradict us in relation to the Hadith of the Prophet that we would say to them, come with us, to someone who's heard it directly from the Prophet and then the matter would be clarified from the barakah of the likes of Sayyidina Anas ibn Malik. So it really is a beautiful story, the story of Sayyidina Anas with the Rasul and he's the one who narrates this very beautiful hadith. So the hadith goes on to say, and the beautiful thing is in the narration, it says, Khadim Rasulullah that he was the servant of the Messenger of Allah which is the greatest honor of all. So he says that Qadr Rasulullah So he narrates that the Messenger of Allah said Lallahu Afrahu and that's how you pronounce that. When you see it, you might think it looks like it says Lillahi but this is Lallahu and the taqdeer is Wallahi Lallahu so, Lallahu Afrahu Bitawbati Abdi Man Ahadikum Sakata Ala Bairihi Wakad Adallahu Fi Ardin Fala Muttafakale. So, it's narrated in both Bukhari and Muslim. Is that Allah is more pleased with the repentance of His servant than one of you who finds his camel after having lost it in a desert land. So, that's the narration of Bukhari and Muslim. And then in the narration of Muslim. Allah is more pleased with the repentance of his servant than one of you who were on his camel in a desert land. And it slipped away from him. And that it had, it was carrying his food and his drink. And so what happens? He becomes despondent. He goes to a tree and lies down in its shade. Having no hope of finding it. While he is lying down. He suddenly sees his camel standing before him. He holds it by the reins. Uh, and exclaims out of intense joy, Allah, you are my slave and I am your Lord. It's the opposite. Oh Allah, you are my slave and I am your Lord. 
and the Prophet said, أَخْطَعَ مِنْ شِدَّةِ الْفَرَحِ That he made a mistake because of his intense joy at finding his camel. So this is a, a very beautiful hadith that Muhammad Nawi mentions in the chapter on repentance and the meaning here of Allah being afrah. Farah is joy or happiness. And the meaning here when we refer to our Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala is that this is, that means it refers to his contentment to wa ta'ala. Allah is the Allah, more content with his servant. Then in the Prophet gave us this beautiful metaphor and you can imagine someone in a ard fala, in open territory, in the middle of the desert, in the wilderness or the bush and that he's riding on his camel and he stops to take a break and he has all this food on there and he needs his camel to get where he's going. He's in the middle of nowhere and he needs his provision to that sustain himself. And then he loses his camel. And camels are not easy that to that restrain. And, and camels are not like other types of animals that you can tie up like a horse or like a donkey. Camels that you have to let roam. That's why they put the camel hobble on it so it doesn't roam too far. And camel drivers know, like in general, the territory that the camels that they're looking after have to let roam in. Anyhow, that his camel gets away from him. And so he thinks that khalas, he's just going to go wait under the tree and wait to die. And so he goes and he lays down and thinks that it's over. Ayisa, uh, which is literally to, to lose hope, to despair. And then all of a sudden, This just indicates that all of a sudden he just sees his camel. So the khitam uh, is, is the reins of the camel that you would imagine that it being kind of on his that uh, head and then back when he grabs the reins and, and he's so excited that when he finds his camel after thinking that it was all over is that he says oh Allah you are my servant and I am your Lord and he made a mistake he switched things around and um, this is uh, the hadith of the Prophet have so many different meanings that you can extract from them and in here, because he was so happy, obviously that's kufr for someone to say that. It's disbelief if you said that and intended that. Uh, and um, that uh, others that, uh, that go through very powerful spiritual states, this is one of the proofs that sometimes some of their utterances, their ecstatic utterances, um, they're overlooked just as that this is overlooked for this particular individual and were they to be asked about what they said, when they come back to the senses, they wouldn't uh, have that said that they even have said that and have uh, that said that particular meaning. So, that he made a mistake because of his intense joy. And so you think about the happiness of that man when the servant of Allah that returns to him and repents to him and rectifies that his or her life and does what it is that they can to that uh, draw near to the Lord Taala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that shows his contentment to that servant and that this metaphor is there for us to realize that what a merciful Lord we have and that our Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala when we take 
one step towards him. He takes many steps towards us. Bless us to repent to him in a way that is pleasing to him. We return back to him in all of our states. Protect us. Open up the doors of good for all of us. Thank you for listening to one of Al Maqasid's online educational offerings. Our mission at Al Maqasid is to cultivate holistic learning environments rooted in knowledge, devotion, and service by providing full time, part time, online, and community programs. For more information, please visit our website at almaqasid.org and connect with our other online content at almaqasid.org backslash connect.